You see that I see no limits, but you know that my time diminishing. I'm losing it mentally. I'm losing it mentally. You take offense to me living, cause you can't imagine an image ain't shit to me. At least I'm being honest. I don't break a promise, I don't make a promise, I don't need a promise. And to see some truth, I had to take a shroom trip, leave my conscience. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama, okay. Mm-hmm, all right, all right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right, take two. <laughs> all right. Hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> all right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? Yes, my dear subjects. It's been a while, but Gag's back. You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver on Telesoptic on Channel 7023. Streaming live yet again. www.citr.ca and available as a podcast, which you can find links to on that very site. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. Been away from you for quite some time, but duty's called. We have obligations to take care of. And thankfully, things are in proper working order yet again here at the station, but such as it is. So, whether you work today or whether you had a day off for reasons, hopefully it's a good one. And yes, Exploding Head Movies starts now.
Hi, everybody. Hopefully your stiff upper lip is combined with a tongue firmly in cheek there. So, hi, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to a bladed noob school year. Hopefully you're having a very pleasant good evening, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies, and this is your Cinematical Air Inspired program here found on Vancouver's Regal Radio Station for the community from a campus. As I'm mixing everything up here as I've ditched words in the midst of some horrible copy editing here. This is CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. And we broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the Student Nest uh, campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Lions Bay in the north, there are some times that we can blast through the mountains and get up to Squamish, but that involves a little bit of a weird pitch in the airwaves above us, but such as it is. To the south, it's Bellingham, Washington, and then West Point, Point Gray, West past the University Endowment Lands, and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, if our friends over at CFUV, representing the University of Victoria, aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency, and our antennas point away. Our signal then it's heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. CITR also broadcasts up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. So yes, if you cannot catch CITR on your radios, whether it's in the car, on your bike, at home, at work, outside, the antenna embedded in the fillings in your teeth, well, I mentioned telesoptic. You can tune into CITR on your television sets if you do have that service. Just point to channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. But otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else, the internet takes you. As I said, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca, and there you'll see a show page devoted to exploding head movies. It contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done. And then you can see some of the most recent ones, minus some stuff I have to fill you in on it, but I'm sure you're probably aware. And you'll find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. And that podcast is also available on Spotify if you search there. And that's the same story if you look at iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher, and various other tools I seem to discover all the time. And that's for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. So, my name is Gak, and I'll be your majestic ruler for the next two hours. So, form a line to the throne and prepare to kneel and then get back up because. Just get up. You should receive your complimentary newly regulatory scepter in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, check your nearby stones and lakes for any worthy object to be pulled out. Phone number for the station for those who are listening live is 604-822-2487. If you know your T9 or uh, the Klondike numbers worked, after the area code, it spells UBC, C-I-T-R. To keep it short and sweet and to the point, since this is a single-person operation... A single person in question is talking and already off his game quite capably, but this is how it is. 
But you can email anytime, Radio Free Gak. That's G-A-K, my initials, at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100 Aaron on Instagram. It is my epic man. So, normally, what we try to do here is for returning students and those new on campus here, we always want to welcome folks back. Get some life back here on the peninsula that is where UBC is. Because it's September. And two weeks ago was Labor Day. I hoped for a fresh new episode then. But it was a case of things in that... uh, First off, I was coming back from Tofino. I had given myself plenty of time to deal with and come back in fine form. Because I've often prepared shows while on vacation. But this time around... As uh, recent listeners have noticed, uh, the audio quality had been compromised, and in part, that was based on me not trusting my tools. So, without going into real detail here, I rebuilt my home library yet again. Uh, It's kind of piecemeal, at least with what's going on. Some downgrades involved there, but who knew? Apple Music, from an Apple MacBook to Apple iPods, would result in sometimes stuff playing. So, iTunes is back in the equation. Things seem to be better. We'll see the proof if it's in the pudding here. But yeah, that took some time. But uh, the station had its own hiccups as well. This is primarily for the benefit of those people on the podcast who are wondering, like, why do we have an episode now for the first time in a month? Well, our audio stream for a good chunk of the summer had underlying static, and that got worse and worse in the past couple weeks. So thanks to the help of our technical team, Originally, there were various jury-rigged solutions that were MacGyvered around the station here, whereby one of my favorites was that one of the headphone jacks that uh, guests on the show can use was actually routed directly through to the antenna, bypassing about a million things by a whole bunch of mixers. And, well, it was time to fix it, and that happened during my show last week, so... Everything sounds better. All the links that we normally try to offer and provide services to you are in functional order. It looks like podcasts are working. So for radio listeners, you've probably heard some repeats along the way. Hopefully that sustained you during these crazy times, which just seem to get crazier as they go. And for the podcast listener as well, if you're listening to it, things are working. If not, surprise. So at some point, For the two episodes that were lost in the podcast server, so live listeners, you cherished something that lightning could maybe artificially be struck twice. Uh, At some point, we'll combine profiles that we did for the Northman, Das Boot, and the NeverEnding Story into a single episode. We'll figure it out. So we'll try to take care of it while things are fresh in mind and scripts can be read and all that wonderful stuff. So, But yes, it's been a while, but it's good to be back good to pretend that everyone's clamoring at the window wondering what's going on but i'm sure i'll get texts from friends and other people since i definitely heard from some people like where's your show it's in the places which is deep in your hearts so autumn is starting in northern hemisphere this thursday summer 22nd of course you can tell as the days have been getting shorter the leaves have been falling ground still looks like it's been burnt but one sign of fall is that the submissions for Shindig 2022 are open. And this is CITR's annual Battle of the Bands. And the pandemic has meant there's been multiple cancellations over the past few years, including what we'd hoped originally back earlier in February or so. But 
Shindig's back. 16 bands over four Tuesday nights this November at the Redgate Art Society at 1965 Main near the corner of Thoid. And there'll be one winner of those nights, and the winners of those nights will compete in the finale on the first Friday of December. So if you or you and your friends or your friends are making music, put a band together, put some demos together, why don't you look to see how to submit your demos to Shindig 2022 just by going to www.citr.ca as the entry details are there. Submissions are open until Friday, September 30th. And once the actual Shindig dates get closer, I'll share more about what will happen each night. But at the very least, you'll get a spot on our affiliated label Fanta at 2500 Bursary to produce an album, Automatic Acceptance into Music Waste, a feature in Discorder Magazine, an in-studio session at CITR, and much, much more. So Shindig 2022, www.citr.ca, to submit your band now. Otherwise, the Players Prize in Toronto was just handed out, so all my delays meant I didn't complete my recap of the nominees, so the winner should have been announced now as I'm scrambling to get here on air, So, but we'll still have at least two songs to hear on later on the show. But, of course, based on recent news since last we spoke, uh, we had a change in marks, as it were, so I had to switch things up. In the background... Dutifully chugging away as I keep talking. It's Charles White and off the 2016 album Lunacy. This is Queen Elizabeth, savior of the world. And White is a Montreal composer and producer with connections to acts like Tarendrine and the Botanist label. We started off me talking over Quincy Jones with Britannia and Mr. Bridger, if you please, number two. God Save the Queen from the soundtrack to the 1969 film The Italian Job which I thought I've profiled in the past, since it's a great soundtrack, a great Michael Caine film. But we got to fix that at some point, but we've definitely tackled the big Q at some point. Quincy Jones and Exploding Head Movies, episode 180, from August 2013, tied to films like In the Heat of the Night, and they call me Mr. Tibbs. And then, yes, we heard some cheekiness abounds, as we heard from... The theme from the 80s sitcom Charles in Charge, sung by Shandy Cinnamon. And then we heard the Stone Roses off their 1989 self-titled album, Elizabeth by a Deer. Ominous stuff invoking the Scarborough Fair and other stuff, but... If you haven't heard, after 70 years as the Queen of Canada, the rest of the Commonwealth, Queen Elizabeth II has died. It was two weeks ago. Today marked her official funeral. She's buried... Ian, the royal vault. Prince Philip apparently was waiting for a year after he had died to join. So, some of you may have had the day off. Others didn't. And the heir apparent, King Charles, is in charge now. Charles III, as he ascended, ascended, accessorized, or got promoted. And this sounds super old-timey, but God save the king. Because the queen is dead. So, as you can imagine... Over the decades of her rule, Queen Elizabeth had been a big pop cultural influence. And uh, for 90% of us, she's been the only ruler around. And, you know, for some, it's a case of deep mourning because this was sort of a grandmother to all of us, appearing on everything, visiting the country regularly, currency, postage, all the things that way. But, of course, there's the symbolism of what the monarchy means in the case of colonialism 
It's worth noting that uh, when she started reign, the empire was over, had it turned into a commonwealth. There were 50 countries as part of the commonwealth at that point, but now we're less than 20 and more are threatening to become republics. So in many ways, we're seeing sort of a generational shift. And for some of us, many of us were expecting Queen Elizabeth to be the last monarch, but that's not the case in the way the Canadian politics goes. It will be quite some time before that will change, but... Anyways, we do talk about movies here. We're not rambling on for a while. Later on in the show, we're going to profile Alexander Desplat's score to the 2006 film The Queen, where Helen Mirren portrays the late Her Royal Highness. So for this first set, we do have some songs that offer a bit of a critique about how things have been. Obvious songs were considered, including covers of the Sex Pistols' God Save the Queen, since they meant it, man. Although Johnny Lydon, otherwise known as Johnny Rotten, warmed up to her and tweeted, send her victorious in tribute. Although he's kind of gone right-wing loony as well. Interesting, so anarchist turns into a bit of a monarchist in many ways, but he did dig her as a person. The institution, not so much. Of course, there's things like Smith's classic sardonic title track to the 1986 album The Queen is Dead, but we're on a Morrissey moratorium until sanity prevails. Of course, we do have to talk. That's Scott Bio from Charles in, Char- Charles in Charge. Not totally with it as well. But people get older, as it were. Interesting thing is that NPR, National Public Radio in the States, uh, recently tackled a story about how songs about the Queen and British royalty they mentioned these two songs, but from what I could tell their programming as of late, although I've not tuned to NPR in a bit of time, mostly based on location. If not, then I usually listen to very state public radio stations to understand what's going on since some good stuff comes out of them. Uh, I can't see how these two songs would have been played unless the programming style has shifted. UK Grime definitely could be part of the public broadcasting palette of the Americas. But uh, we'll start it off here with Slow Tie. It's the alias of Tyron K. Moan Frampton from Northampton in England. A British rapper tied to political lyrics in protest against Brexit. And Theresa May, one of the recent former prime ministers of England, another ex-prime minister, the outgoing Boris Johnson, was also mocked as Slow Tie held a fake severed head of Bojo's during a 2019 Mercury Prize performance. That didn't go so well. And of note right now is that the new Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Lib Truss, is probably the last person who actually hung out in a public function with Queen Elizabeth II. So, anyways, latest album by Slow Ties 2021's Tyron, but we're going to go off his debut album from 2019. This is the title track. This will be Slow Tie with Nothing Great About Britain. You're now listening to Exploding Heavy Movies live from the realms of Studio A, that radio station's it's not the fastest regimes at all, man. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I said there's nothing great about the place we live in. Nothing great about Britain. About Britain. Sip a cup of tea and I'm suspicious. Nothing great about Britain. Bottle of Bucky. In Buckingham Palace There's coppers from Scotland All the way down to Dagenham Waving a black cab Munching the fab Had to skip the flats I ain't chasing the dragon You look like death warmed up She ain't as fascist to coma I ain't dizzy I'm 
just a boy in the corner Call me King Whitey Puking up off a corner All I tasted is coma As well restraining all the apple Manners on the punk Cause I haven't had my skunk Miss Teddy, I intend I'll squeeze your neck until you pop I was waiting on my friends Outside the local shops See the feathers turning red White beauty, oldest one Walking across the Thames Firing slingshots Cause it's Nino, Nino respect only if you respect me a little bit elizabeth you can't this country's in dire need of fucking spanking man look good overall get the fucking dinosaurs out yeah and kill the fucking queen she killed diana we don't love her anyway Stepped out on crud, mud, on a hunt like Elmer Fudd. I need funds, I need drugs, I need guns, I need love. I need something that I can move, I need something that I can shot. I ain't got nothing to prove, I'm not looking to move all hot. One way trip to the land of Nod, when you get touched with the hand of God. I'm not looking to lose this plot, I'm just looking to move this dot. On my ones, no gang, no mob, when I bang, I'm bang on job. Get banged up stupid, thinking it's all just music. Yeah, yeah, I'm angry a lot, cause England's ending, death still pending. Where's that money you spend? Work all week, so work on weekends, still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you, you'll get rushed Stepped out on source, course I put £10 on that horse, another £10 Arsenal draws I don't even watch this sport, but I've got money and I need more Landlord's keeping me on all fours Break down two in the queue with my bro And shop work from a Honda Accord According to news, we're all fucked Man, I keep in the tool all tucked No youth clubs, no money, no houses Poor people are shit out of luck Studio flat, 1200 a month Two bedroom, two grand and above Man, them risking hands in cuffs Betrayed by land we love Cause England's ending, death still pending Where's that money you 
spent Work all week, so work on weekends Still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you You'll get rushed, yeah, yeah, yeah England's ending, death still pending Where's that money you spent? Work all week, so work on weekends Still can't pay my rent Times are tough, I've had enough So if I wanna fucking rush you You'll get rushed, yeah, yeah, yeah Bob Villain with a V replacing the D of the Duluth, Minnesota troubadour. Although this is out of London. Off of last year's album, We Live Here, that's England's ending. Bob Villain is the duo of Bob Villain and Bobby Villain. Latest is this year's The Price of Life. As indicated by these two songs, since we heard Slow Tie earlier with Nothing Gray About Britain, fair to say that uh, the opinions of the monarchy aren't necessarily as consistent despite what we associate with the tea, the queen and sympathy but definitely has been a mourning phase of sorts over the past 10 days in most of the United Kingdom leading up to today's funeral at Westminster Abbey if you listen to how the opinions are coming out of Ireland, for instance, and then parts of the Caribbean, Africa, a lot of the former colonies, particularly even tied to what's in behind me here. It's a case of recognizing the individual as she was versus what the institution was. As you know, artifacts have been purloined over time, forced separations even partitions, as it were. We'll circle back to news about her royal harness and then maybe his royal new royal newness. Good work here. Later on the show, but we'll definitely talk about some other stuff happening in the news. Stuff that's been put on the back burner as of late, although I think with the morning period over, at this point we can sort of focus on things that are hitting a lot of other folks, starting off with climate change in Pakistan since... Pakistan was formed as part of the partition with India about 75 years ago. This led to India becoming its own country, republic, separated from the Commonwealth, and then Pakistan then arbitrarily set as a lie. Behind me, this is Laura Cartman, and from the soundtrack to the Disney Plus Marvel series, Ms. Marvel, this is the Ms. Marvel Suite, and this is found on... Volume 1, episodes 1 through 3, that came out a little while ago. Great series starring Brampton, Ontario's Imam Villani as Kamala Khan, who becomes Ms. Marvel. And they'll be tying into the Marvels due next year, featuring Brie Larson and a whole bunch of others, announced a few weeks back as part of Disney's plans for 2023. Great view into the Muslim-American experience, along with a fantastic South Asian soundtrack, ranging from New Jersey to Karachi. And Cartman's also scored films like Elsewhere in Marvel, the What If animated series, and then Lovecraft Country. Circling back to Pakistan, well, 
few weeks ago, the monsoon season struck and it was bad as one third of the country was underwater. So the tied monsoon season along with changing weather patterns means that their agriculture is almost ruined for this year and Newsday indicates the level of crumbling infrastructure that exists. At the time when I wrote this, 1,400 dead, 33 million impacted, homes destroyed, roads ruined, railways decimated, livestock and crops killed. At least the waters have started to recede, but some reports indicate it'll take three months for everything to really dry. So if you've been worried about food prices already based on the war in Ukraine and other supply chain issues in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, you may have to expect some more, sadly. So it's a case of buckling up and doing what we can here. Of course, we're fully aware of climate change at this point, since nothing really strikes close to home. Recently in Vancouver, it was smoky due to nearby forest fires, factory on fire, as it were. Pakistan allows us at least a segue into this crazy track from the Montreal Act, Les Amis de Pakistan, sorry, Les Amis au Pakistan. Quality collective that's existed for a while, though they've been quiet since the release of this 2015 album which this track gets its name from. This is the title track, Les Amis au Pakistan, with Hi, Apotheos.
interested in making radio? How about hosting your own show? At CITR, you can make your radio dreams come true by joining a collective. From news, art, sports, to gender empowerment, accessibility, music, and the BIPOC collective, there's definitely something for everyone. Explore new worlds, both virtually and at our station, and be prepared to have a blast with some new pals. For more information or to join, please visit citr.ca slash getinvolved. We got married in a beaver, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess around. Yeah, I'm going to Jackson. Look out, Jackson Town. We'll go. I'm gonna snowball, Jackson. See if I can. When I breeze into that city, people gonna stoop and bow. Huh. All them women gonna make me teach them what they don't know how. I'm going to Jackson. You turn loose of my coat. Cause I'm going to Jackson Goodbye, that's all she wrote But then laugh at you in Jackson And I'll be dancing on a pony cake They'll lead you around town like a scalded hound With your tail tucked between your legs Yeah, go to Jackson You big talking Great Johnny Cash, along with wife June Carter Cash, going back to 1967's of Carrying On with Johnny Cash and June Carter. We heard their version of the classic Jackson. Jackson, Mississippi. Place I've wanted to go check out, although it's in the news for sadder reasons in that, uh, well, we were talking about water before in Pakistan, all the flooding there. Well, the scenario right now is that there's water problems in Jackson, Mississippi. And at least over 200,000 people are without drinking water. 
after a spell of brown tap water, which was then exacerbated exacerbated by torrential flooding. So at this point, there's a bit of a boil water advisory. Although sadly, this is something that um, is quite common in parts of the United States, unfortunately for a certain demographic. The Environmental Protection Agency is investigating, but somehow it's not major news based on everything else that's going on as terrible people keep doing terrible things. Sounds similar to the crises in Flint, Michigan, Red Hill, Hawaii. Of course, Canada's not doing too great on the drinking water front since we still have over 600 communities that don't have access to safe drinking water. Boiler well, advisories are around. In the background, this is Stars of the Lid. Some great ambient music and off the 2001 album, The Tired Sounds, Stars of the Lid. This is Requiem for Dying Mothers, Part 1. Something definitely in mind with the death of the Queen, but closer to home since we're talking Canada. It was a few weeks back in Saskatchewan when the major news was that uh, there was stabbing attacks at the James Smith Cree Nation. And that was sort of the excitement up until the Queen's death a couple of Thursdays ago. Ten dead, 18 injured, caused by two brothers who themselves eventually died in the midst of a massive provincial manhunt. Details still coming about what those brothers were up to. But it sounds like the Cree Nation has forgiven at least them or parts of their family. The suspicion is that one of the brothers was kind of coerced into helping out layer dag when trying to stop what was going on so yes plenty of mourning all around and actually as one of the last things that queen elizabeth ii did she sent a note of condolences to cree nation and james smith from medford if i get the city close by in saskatchewan right one of the most famous cree singers buffy saint marie she was in town last weekend as part of the Come Toward the Fire Festival, others known as Wemi Tsep Suwell. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. I heard the pronunciation guide once. And in the given moment, we're not doing things properly there, so all forgiveness there. And this was at the Chancellor of the Performing Arts in collaboration with the Musqueam folks, tied to a new inaugural festival, an indigenous-led celebration of creativity, culture, and community. It showcased a lot of indigenous artists, performers, musicians, speakers, and dance groups from the Musqueam and indigenous nations around Turtle Island. It sounds like it was a doozy. A lot of people did make it to Buffy's show since that had sold out. Now, Buffy St. Marie was a past winner recently of the Polaris Prize here in Canada. Of course, here I was talking, the Polaris Prize had been handed out. Uh, in the past few years, it has been handed out before my show. Everything's still happening right now, so I may actually be able to preview the nominees before we have a winner, but obviously I have to keep close tabs about what's going on here. So, As usual on these shows, we'll be in reacting ready mode, as it were, but let's listen to some Buffy St. Marie. You may have heard this song on Quentin Tarantino's most recent film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but this originally appeared on the soundtrack to the 1970 film The Strawberry Statement. Of course, Buffy St. Marie is not a stranger to film soundtracks. She has won an Oscar because she co-wrote the song Up Where We Belong from an officer and a gentleman. But from the Strawberry Statement, here's Buffy St. Marie, a queen in many ways. This will be the Circle Game. 
boundaries or asking for space is seen as complaining or seen as weak um and when it's external it's, it's one thing like sexual confidence is not a look it's not a, a place you get to it's really about like being like mm, i am giving myself permission to feel cute today are you interested in conversations about the way that gender is understood in our everyday lives join the gender empowerment collective every four weeks where we tackle a range of topics that impact gender race and social justice like sexism in the workplace, understanding microaggressions, and racism in the food industry. Every episode, you'll hear from an expert on that week's topic, along with a discussion that dives deep into each complex issue. Tune into Intersections, presented by the Gender Empowerment Collective every fourth Tuesday, and check out our episode archive on citr.ca. Crest the river ridges, see the 
the city witches made of trestle bridges and traffic lights aglow. It's then you turn to say we're a long, long way from yesterday. From the 2019 album Carrying On, not related to Johnny Cash's and June Carter's album of the same name. Mostly because they actually kept the G in the grund there. It's not Carrying On, it's Carrying On. 2019's Carry On, that was Casey and Clayton with the South Saskatchewan River. Excellent folk country material from that duo. And yes, Saskatchewan. It is morning loss of 10. You can tell that the James Smith Cree Nation around, sorry, north of Melfort, Saskatchewan, was small since there's a lot of common last names here. Not directly related, but pay tributes to the late Carol Burns, Lydia Gloria Burns, Bonnie Burns, Gregory Burns, Thomas Burns, Earl Burns, and then Lana Head, Christian Head, Wesley Pedersen, Robert Sanderson possibly connected well not connected familiarly connected maybe not directly connected to the acts done by the two brothers then also known as Sanderson but community is mourning but they're also focusing on healing and one of the key things about healing is forgiving all power to them as they recover and hopefully we have ways affording stuff like this sooner anyways got a little bit of time here keeping one eye on the player's prize the gala is underway for listeners who don't know this is tied to independently released Canadian music each year 10 nominees are picked from a long list and one winner gets $50,000 so we'll keep our eyes peeled for who wins the gala continues well, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase download or streaming not only this week, but for the past few weeks since I haven't been here in a while. So do note a good many of these may already be found in either your favorite record store or you find your music online. This list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com, 
and soundtrack.net. So we'll try to keep this brief and I'm stalling at this point, so it's not going to be as brief as we want, but we'll keep it zippy. So new releases. George Callis' score to After Ever Happy is available, as is Brad Oberhofer's music from the Andy Warhol Diaries, and that one's out through Netflix Music. Run the Jewels are back, and they provide the lead single, the opening theme to the new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, Aqua Teen Forever, Plantasm. That's going here through Water Tower Music. Nick Cave and Warren Ellis do the music to the Anna de Armas starring Marilyn Monroe biopic Blonde, and that's out through Lakeshore and Inveda. Season 5 of Koba Kai, scored by Leo Berenberg and Zach Robinson. That's out through La La Land Records. And there's talk now of a new Karate Kid film, the first in over 12 years. Confess Fletch, scored by David Arnold, along with various artists. That soundtrack's available through Astroworks. Eric Martin, scored to the end of Medicine, will be independently released. Ryuchi Sakamoto's opening for the film Exception is available as a single through Milan Records. Milan is also putting out Aaron Zygmunt's music from a jazz man's blues. Season 1 of La Brea, scored by James S. Levine. That's out through Lakeshore Records. Lost Ollie is either a stop motion or other animated picture through Netflix. Scott Stafford does the score. It's out through Netflix Music. And they're also putting out Nima Fakara's music. Fakara's music from Lou. The new David Bowie impressionistic film, Moon Age Daydream. Song album is coming out through Parlophone Records. Tyler Bates and Timothy Williams do the score to Pearl. That's out through A24. One of the Pinocchio films, this one with Tom Hanks, directed by Robert Zemeckis, available through Walt Disney. It's scored by Alan Silvestri. And there's a separate one by Guillermo del Tormo, due in December with Ewan McGregor. And I'll talk more about that shortly. The Retaliators is scored by Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein of Stranger Things fame. Song album is coming out through Better Noise Music. Daniel Pemberton does the score to see how they run. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. They're also putting out Amy Doherty's music from the first four episodes of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Martian Machuk and Jojana Ronska does the music to the Silent Twins. That's out through Backlot Music. And they're also putting out Lauren Belf's music from Ticket to Paradise. Otherwise, Mathis Keeboom's music from Wolf. It's coming out through Movie Score Media. And Terrence Blanchard did the music to The Woman King. And that's coming out through Milan Records. On the re-release front, a legacy collection of Howard Ashman, Alan Menken, and Tim Rice's music from Aladdin is coming out through Walt Disney Records. A vinyl version of Mark Corbin's score from The Black Phone is coming out through Backlot Music. There's a deluxe limited edition of Jerry Goldsmith's music from Rudy. For all you football sports fans, that's coming out through Varessa Saraband. And until human voices wake us, the score by Dale Cornelius is being independently re-released. Those are merely some of your soundtrack. Oops, sorry. Those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week, along with some of the stuff that is no longer anticipated. It's out there. Check your stores or where you get music online. Earlier, the moody music behind me was Trent Muller, and that's off the most recent album, Memoria. The song we heard was The Summer's Empty Room, and Trent Muller was at the Hollywood Theater in Vancouver last Saturday as part of a tour in support of that album. And there's no matter if I'm going to cover everything that's happening also in town this week, but I'll delay a little bit because the other thing we got to talk about, which happened last week, oh, the Emmys were handed out. 
Yeah, it's one of these kind of shows where everything's happening. I can tell you all about what's going on. I can't cover everything that's going on with the Emmys because there's like two nights of broadcasts and so many categories. But we'll hear from the big winner soon enough. But uh, amongst the other winners, Euphoria and Squid Game won six Emmys. Then Ted Lasso and Succession took four each. And if we go into the music front, we'll listen to the winner of the Outstanding Music Composition for a series, original dramatic score. And it's Theodore Shapiro, his music from the Apple TV Plus series Severance, a dystopic sci-fi series co-directed by Ben Stiller, starring Adam Scott, John Turturro, Christopher Walken, and Patricia Arquette about office workers at a major corporation who discover something's wrong with their memories. Severance was nominated for 14 Emmys and it won two, outstanding main title design, and as I mentioned before, outstanding music composition. Theodore Shapiro is an American composer known for his work with Ben Stiller in past films like Tropic Thunder and then also working with other comedians like Paul Feig and Jay Roach. Worked on films like The Eyes of Tammy Faye, the 2016 Ghostbusters, Trumbo, Idiocracy, and Wet Hot American Summer. And we're going to listen to one of the songs from the finale episode of season one of Severance, The We We Are. And this was the specific episode that garnered Shapiro the Emmy. So from Severance, this is Theodore Shapiro with That Any. Then we'll follow up with the theme that actually won for Best Dramatic Series.
from the Emmy Award-winning show, The White Lotus, specifically winning Outstanding Original Main Title Theme Music. That was Montreal's Juan Cristobal Tapia de Vere with Aloha, the main theme. White Lotus, HBO series by Mike White, an anthology about guests and employees at a hotel resort chain. Season one set in Hawaii. Second season due next month set in Sicily. Sicily? Sizzling Sicily. And the White Lotus was nominated for 20 Emmys and it won 10. Including five major ones, including Outstanding Limited Anthology Series, Best Writing, Directing, Casting, including Jennifer Coolidge as Best Supporting Actress. And Cristobal also won an Emmy for The Q Mysterious Monkeys from White Lotus. Tabby DeVere, Chilean-Canadian composer, arranger, multi-instrumentalist as well, too, has lived in Montreal after his family fled from Chile after the late dictator Pinochet. And of course, right now, Chile is in the midst of trying to rewrite their constitution to be less fascist, but they apparently went to way the other side. Everyone's like, I don't know about that. And like, have you read what we're doing? Anyways, enough about that. Uh, other scores that uh, Tapia DeVere has done. Very, one episode of Black Mirror, a couple of Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Also worked on National Treasure, based on everything I've heard off that soundtrack. Great stuff. Need to keep an eye on him in the future. We'll let the backing track play a little bit longer here. Other Emmy Award-winning music last week. David Schwartz for Outstanding Music Composition for a Documentary Series or Special from the Amy Poehler-directed documentary Lucy and Desi. Cinco Paul from the song Corn Puddin' from the song from the series Schmigadoon. And then Nora Felder for Outstanding Music Supervision for Season 4, Chapter 4, Episode Dear Billy from Stranger Things. Otherwise, the one that brought Kate Bush's running up that hill back to light. In the background, it's the Manahan Street Band off of 2021's The Exciting Sounds of Manahan Street Band. This is Queen's Highway. We'll slowly set ourselves up for the Queen here. But yes, let's get some station identification going here. And then we'll play a song from one act that is playing in town this week. This is Exploding Emmys here. My name's Gak. Stick around. Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting the odd, 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 odd from Vancouver, British Columbia. Hey, this is Jeremy from Kiwi Junior, and you're listening to CITR 101.9.
from their most recent compilation, Pulse of the Early Brain, switched on volume five of Stereo Lab. But the song originally came out in 2008. Actually, I don't know if it was released or not based on the liner notes. I don't have it in front of me. It was recorded in 2008. It was definitely remastered. It's called Magna Music. And Stereo Lab, I think almost wrapping up their series tied to digging up lost tracks that didn't appear on albums as part of Switched on Volume 5. Well, they're playing the Commodore this Saturday, September 24th with openers, local heroes, Apollo Ghosts, from whom we'll hear from later on in the show. Tickets are $45 plus, which you get through Ticketmaster. Doors are at 7.30. Should be worth checking out. And behind me, this is Toronto's Kilometer Club and off of last year's TTC album with a song ambiently devoted to each of the subway stops of the Toronto Transit Commission. This is Queen. And the latest from Kilometer Club is an end-of-summer ambient album called Last Summer. You can hear those chimes of the subway train go by. Anyways, here I was thinking that the Players' Prize would be handed out in a timely fashion. That Nope. So, in many ways, we get to hear still hear from two nominees without realizing who the winner is. Although, based on how this show is operating... We may not hear from the winner unless I get crazy creative here. So over the past few weeks, although not the most recent ones when I was away, we've profiled eight of the 10 nominees. Although for those of you listening on the podcast, at some point we need to circle back to listen to nominated songs from Auri, Shad, Pierre Quenders, and Charlotte Day Wilson. But uh, for these two acts, for radio listeners, you may have heard of one of them before, but not this one, which is Kelly McMichael. Originally from Peterborough, Ontario, but now based in St. John's in Newfoundland and Labrador. And in the past, she's played keyboards with Gentleman Reg from the band Rouge and recorded in the alias of Renders. Also toured with Sarah Harmer. But Solo put out the album Waves earlier this year. And it is nominated for Polaris Prize, which is set to be handed out some point tonight. From the Players' Prize-nominated album, Waves, which is available in a deluxe edition, here's Kelly McMichael, Without the Window. We'll follow up with one of the Vancouver representatives on the Players' Prize.
say fortune's wheels just for show in this brutal turning nothing changes the slow grind away fancy language dies and everyone's happy to see it go everyone's happy to strike for more pay happy to strike for more pay happy to was a carriage made of gold. How the arithmetic of this guitar melts your heart is beyond me. And when I say beyond me, I mean beyond me. Love you, I barely know you. It goes to show who really knows what love is. The branches, the breeze, the roiling seas, none of it seems worth mentioning. Though I'm in the process of figuring it out, even if it's elementary. Scrapyard angel wings of brass, ash a river called trash. And speaking of life, like this is what life's like. Eyes, you thread the needles and the needles dry. You thread the needles and the 
where Crackle says to think to himself. Let it go off like a 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 hydrogen bomb. But I do radiate a certain glow. It flutters and fades a Ferris wheel on the run from the snow. You have to look at it from all angles, says the Cubist judge from Cubist jail. The sky glows, the heat is unbearable. Parrot weather. My decision is final, a crazy game. I traded a moonlight for the morning dew. I know dusk when I see one, I know rust when I see it. You come out swinging, but you go down swinging too. You pay good money for a million dollar view, flipping the pages of Chatelaine. The rude empiricism of every troubled loser, quote unquote unquote. A moment alone, please. A moment alone, please. A moment alone, please. With this, with this, with this rhapsody. With this rhapsody. Vital information from where I'm standing. Low-born Madonna with her typewriters in the rain clacking their misfortunes. Speech, speech. A figure of lights trapped inside your friends. Where'd you go? And while we're on the subject of psychotic passwords, honing in on nothing, everywhere Rome goes, everybody wants her. Oh fuck, I feel like a discovery someone once saw. On a clear day. Dump him. From the Polaris Prize nominated album Labyrinthitis. That was Vancouver's Destroyer with June. Mainly worth it for that long track for the last three minutes where you get the sense of the song just going off the rails, turning into a bit of a proto-rap, and then the voice pitching into something else. Destroyer's Dan Bahar. Might know him from the new pornographers. Also a guy I see regularly on my bike group. I go into work. And yes, the two last of the 10 2022 Polaris Prize nominees Wrapped up the profile on the day, because the gala is still going on. Hubert Lenoir is about to go on stage as part of the gala, so we'll see. I'm behind on how many acts have actually played so far, but presumably the winner will be announced towards the end of this show, so maybe I'll react accordingly. So, Your Polaris Prize nominees for 2022 include, as mentioned, Destroyer Labyrinthitis, whom we heard beforehand, Kelly McMichael with Waves. And there's Pierre Quenders for Jose Luis and the Paradox of Love. Lisa LeBlanc with Chiac Disco. Hubert Lenoir for Pictura de Ipse, Music Direct. Ombegizi with Sewn Back Together. Auri with Frame of a Fauna. Shad with Tao. Snotty Nose Res Kids with Life After. And Charlotte Day Wilson with Alpha. If the Blair's Prize is handed out after my show, well, we'll kick things off next week with the winner. So we'll defer to another show to take the reins here on CITR to share that with you as the news breaks. In the background, this is the Lounge Lizards and off the 1998 album Queen of All Ears. This is a reprise of Queen. And we've profiled the act in the past, primarily tied to saxophonist John Lurie. 
An Exploding Hit Movies episode 22 from June 2010 tied the Jim Jarmusch film Down by Law. Still feels like there's a lot to uncover in that world. And recently, Lurie has been known for his paintings. He had to move away from music due to illness. And his HBO show, Painting with John, kind of riffs on the existentialism about not really painting at all, but just life in general. Similar to his old show from 30 years ago called Fishing with John. So yes, in the midst of me trying to keep track of that news, the news earlier today, of course, for the past 10 days, the death of Queen Elizabeth II, who succeeded her father, George, in February 1952, just a few months before my mom was born. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about King George VI later on the show, since that ties into some other soundtrack work, but 70 years ago, she was made queen, coronated in 1953, ruled unto her death last week. And for the next few sets here, we'll have songs about queens in their own right, although we won't be playing Queen's Reich. But we'll go to Toronto here with Lydia Ainsworth. Put out an awesome album that I think was on the Polaris Prize long list called Sparkles and Debris. And this is where you'll find that song. This is Lydia Ainsworth with the Queen of Darkness. She was a child of wonder with newborn tigers. Oh, 
Nothing goes together better than live music and a beer. Or two. Or five. Wait a minute. An estimated 886,000 Canadians aged 15 and older abused or were dependent on alcohol in 2012. One in seven Canadians aged 15 years and older experienced verbal, emotional, and physical abuse as a result of another person's drinking. Make sure a fun night out doesn't ruin everyone else's, or your own. If you see yourself or someone you know slightly off-key, help everyone out and step in. After all, you want to be able to remember the show tomorrow morning.
From Montreal, it was Plants and Animals off the 2020 album The Jungle. We heard Le Queens. And by me, this is Wendy Carlos from the soundtrack to the 1971 film A Clockwork Orange. Oh, they're coming off the complete original score. This is the title music, otherwise a Moog interpretation of Henry Purcell's music for the funeral of Queen Mary. Composed in 1695, the procession of Queen Mary's cortege through London en route to Westminster Abbey when that royal passed away. We profiled Wendy Carlos in the past when we did our episode on The Shining in the appropriate Exploding Head Movies episode 237 from October 2014. And then going back in time to the Radio Free Gak days when we talked more about Clockwork Orange and Tron. That's Radio Free Gak, episode 56, from March 2009. For Queen Elizabeth's funeral, as noted on various classical websites, there was a lot of music played during the service. And if you caught any of it, starting at 3.30 Pacific in the morning, you would have heard extensive music from the choir of Westminster Abbey and the choir of His Majesty's Chapel Royal. They renamed themselves already. His Majesty's. All right. Otherwise, the Westminster Abbey's organist and master of choristers directed the choirs. Three hymns, two anthems, and two works composed for the ceremony by the Scottish composer Sir James Macmillan and the master of King's music, Judith Weir. So there were trumpeters, household division bands, and the Queen's Piper, who did a wonderful bit with the bagpipe leading away in the piece. Yeah, one of these many pages, because no one actually gave me a direct list here, but I think it's goodbye, dearie, goodbye, I think it is. Look it up. But plenty of Orlando Gibbons, Ralph Vaughn Williams, Peter Maxwell Davies, Harold Dark, Healy Willen, Herbert Howells, Charles Villiers Stanford, Malcolm Williamson, some Edward Elgard. And Johann Sebastian Bach, as the coffin left the abbey. Not sure what was playing when the corgis were standing vigil at Windsor. Plenty of hymns. Yeah. Full list available somewhere. ClassicFM.com, I believe, is your best choice for that. But yes, Queen Elizabeth did some excellent work challenging individuals' rights including uh, challenging various other kingdoms that don't offer women equal rights. There was a note about her driving the car sometimes for guests from countries that didn't allow women to drive. But of course, for a lot of folks, they have celebrated the Queen's passing, since the monarchy had definitely gained financially from various colonial practices, stealing from the colonies and dominions, artifacts purloined. There was a bell that was tolled actually was taken from Ukraine ages ago. Of course, there's like recent news whereby the castles were siphoning money originally for British welfare to keep the aging castles heated during a particularly cold winter. So I'd say some of that is more institutional than anything else. All right, get some more queens here. And this one is in tribute to one of the great local ones, Vita Hill. This song originally appeared off her 2013 album, Peter Panny's. But it was covered as part of Apollo Ghost's pandemic starting off special tribute called Local Delivery Only, featuring all manners of songs performed by acts they miss seeing live. 
Perhaps you count Apollo Ghosts when they open up for Polaris Prize nominee Ambigizi last week. And as mentioned earlier, they open up for Stereo Lab this Saturday. Latest album is the double album Pink Tiger. It's fantastic. You should check it out. But we're going to listen to, off of local delivery only, their cover of Vita Hill's Queen of Surrey. Take myself into the ocean I want to be the queen of Surrey Find a place, find a place
Local Queens in reference there. We start off with the Apollo Ghosts and their cover of Vita Hill's Queen of Surrey. Vita Hill's most recent album came out earlier this year. It's called Beach Practice. Great theatrical stuff to listen to there. Now we just heard the great Carolyn Mark off the 2012 album of the same name. We heard the Queen of Vancouver Island. Most recent album from Mark is 2016's Come Back Special. Hopefully. She's up to some good stuff. In the background, this is Hans Zimmer from the soundtrack to the Netflix series The Crown. This is the main title. Zimmer only wrote the theme for it. Otherwise, the score for that season was done by Rupert Gregson-Williams and then later Lauren Balf. So far, The Crown has spanned five seasons, dealing with the entire life of Queen Elizabeth II. Season six is being filmed, although... Earlier during filming, there were some random on-set thefts of props, and production halted two weeks ago due to the death of the Queen. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Prepare yourself for more music by, well, maybe not by the Queen, but about and for the Queen. For your oral listening pleasure, please join me, Marguerite, Sundays at 9 a.m. for Classical Chaos, classical music from around the world, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We'll see you then. The cycle of seasons here at CITR continue as not only does classical chaos return, but there's another classical radio show that has come back or debuted. The name looked familiar. I got to look it up again, but that's what happens as the school year starts. Programmers return, and especially new student programmers should be joining the roster soon. But I think next week, based on how dense this show is, I'll talk about if you're new to UBC talk about at least about the CITR volunteering experience and how to become a member and stuff like that. But at the least, just go to CITR.ca. It's got all the details there. Behind me, 
From the soundtrack to the 2010 film The King's Speech, this is Alexander Desplat talking about the king's daughter at this point. Queen Elizabeth. Her father, King George VI, was a stutterer. He took over the monarchy when his brother, King Edward VIII, abdicated to marry a divorcee, which was a no-no at the time. People refer to that Wallace woman, Wallace Simpson. Of course, over time now, that has been sort of brushed aside, specifically since King Charles III, his queen consort is Camilla Knowles, who has been previously married. We did a profile on the King's Speech back in Exploding Head Movies episode 53 during the 2011 Oscar run. It did win four Oscars at the time, including Best Picture. And Desplat focused more on Elizabeth in the 2006 film The Queen. Directed by Stephen Frears, known for films like High Fidelity and Philomena. Starring Helen Mirren as Elizabeth Windsor, Michael Sheen, James Cromwell, and Helen McCrory deals with a specific episode in the life of Queen Elizabeth II, specifically around the time of the death of her daughter-in-law, Diana, Princess of Wales, back in 1997. Now 25 years ago, so time really flies. At the time, the royal family struggled how to handle royal protocol around the general public's affection for who they deemed the people's princess, who was way more popular than the rest of the royals. And who knows if things had gone well. Today, we will be talking about Queen Diana, or Queen Consort Diana, as it were, but we have Camilla now, them's the facts. And we've profiled the music by Alexander Desplat before. He is a double Oscar winner for soundtracks like The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Shape of Water. We've had numerous profiles devoted to the French composer over the years because he is quite prolific. He's been nominated for seven other Oscars. He's worked with directors like Wes Anderson and Guillermo del Toro regularly. But for the soundtrack to the Queen, he sticks it pretty regal at this point, highlighting mostly sort of the public face, but in private, how she kind of ruled things. It was always a soft touch because she actually was a bit of an introvert with a bit of a mischievous spell, apparently in private. You can get a lot of jokes out of her. From the soundtrack to the Queen, here's Alexander Desplat along with the London Symphony Orchestra. And this will be the main title.
So from the score to the 2006 film The Queen, we heard Alexander Desplat along with the London Symphony Orchestra first off with The Queen. Then we slowed things down with Morning. Then we heard the trumpets kick in for the Flowers of Buckingham, which, as we've seen over the past few days, have built up. Although the film was done around the time, or set in the time, 25 years ago when Princess Diana passed away. And we closed with Night in Balmoral. Balmoral referring to the largest state house in Aberdeenshire in Scotland, one of Queen Elizabeth II's favorite places. There were some anecdotes in the news that she would often walk around with security in the pastures and the fields, and then tourists would walk by and not recognize her, ask her if she knew who the queen was, no, but then point to the security person, well, indicating that he had extensive work with her. And then he could basically be forthright of what he thought, though in a humorous way. So sometimes they'd ask her to take a picture of them with him. And then they're like, oh, you want to be in a picture too? Sure. That would happen. It was in Balmoral when Queen Elizabeth II stayed before she passed away. Uh, but before we get into that, let's at least talk about the film, The Queen. The film, highly regarded, helped restore actually some of the affection to the monarchy after about a decade plus of bad favor. After Charles's divorce from Diana, the Annus Horribilis of 1992 as the family was falling apart. Prince Andrew was already bad beforehand with uh, the divorce with Princess Sarah Fergie, as it were. And the Queen was nominated for six Oscars, including Best Score. In the end, the winner was from Argentina, Gustavo Santoyoliaja, with a score of Babel, which I need to profile at some point. The Queen did win one Oscar, and that was for the Queen herself. Well, technically Dame. Dame Helen Mirren, who during filming picked up the posture, the poise quite well, to the point that uh, the crew stood to attention any time she walked by. And Helen Mirren was actually invited to dine with the Queen upon winning, but scheduling didn't work out. Not sure if anything happened as a result of that. Recent work by Alexander Desplat. He worked on this year's The Outfits. Worked with the lost with director Stephen Frears of The Queen Again with The Lost King, keeping up the royal theme. Father and Soldier, Final Cuts, and we mentioned once already, there's another Pinocchio coming out, Stop Motion, directed by Guillermo del Toro, starring Hugh McGregor as Jiminy Cricket. He'll be doing the score to that. But up next for 2023, he's working on the upcoming Wes Anderson film Asteroid City, The Palace, Lee, The Barbie Movie, and then she came to me. Balmoral's Queen Elizabeth is where Queen Elizabeth II died on two Thursdays ago. At this point, I can't keep track of the dates because I got preempted enough. I'm lost. But she was 96 years old. King Charles III, somehow avoiding the crises that King Charles I, who entered the rule without his head, and King Charles II, who had to reform the union, Getting a handle on the reins. We'll see how his aloof character, along with his tendency to interfere with politics, with weird money and spider memos, pans out. So, Anyways, let's leave it at that. You've heard enough about the Queen for a while. We'll miss her. Our current scenes postage will look funny soon enough. We'll see at some point how long the monarchy will be here in Canada. This is what we have for now. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it's the Joshua Gavin Walker, and he will guide you at midnight to so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Next week, well, we got to talk films. The death of French New Wave director Jean-Luc Godard happened a couple days ago, so i got to plan around that. And 
In the background, this is Ron Miles off of the 2020 album, Rainbow Sign. That was Queen of the South. I have no Polaris Prize winner to announce to you because the ceremony seems to have long gone long, so we'll talk about that next week. But we'll close with Sons of Kemet. Dermer now famous as being part of the Rarely Head side project, The Smile, but band leader Shabaka Hutchings wrote and plays saxophone on all the tracks here. Theon Cross plays the tuba, which is neglected in jazz, and Seb Rockford and Tom Skinner are on drums. The album title, Your Queen is a Reptile, refers to the British monarchy and the reptilian conspiracy theory. But uh, this song actually pays tribute to the African-American scholar who, bore, though born of slavery in North Carolina, became the fourth African-American woman to earn a doctoral degree. She studied at Sorbonne in Paris, and she became one of the first proponents of black feminism. And yes, she is a queen, and y'all are queens too. So here's Sons of Comet with my queen is Anna Julia Cooper. You have been listening to Exploding Hip here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. Because, yes, it's still going around. And for those of you new on campus, welcome to UBC. Thank you.